Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Tim Elliott. So, morning, everyone. It's really good to see you all. I um, I received an invitation to a wedding from two friends who are part of our church here at HTC. The wedding was held a week ago on Saturday, 4th of July, which must have been one of the first weddings in the UK since the easing of lockdown. And on the wedding day, I got myself ready, put my shorts on, my t-shirt, I put a tie on to look smart, and, and then I settled down at a table at home with my laptop. I clicked on the Zoom link on the invitation and then on the screen I was transported to this beautiful church and was able to take part and enjoy the celebration. So I'd responded to my friend's invitation and it's this theme of invitation that I'd love to explore a little bit further as we read the passage that we've got today in Acts. So we're about to join Peter, one of Jesus's disciples midway through a conversation that he's having he's in Jerusalem talking to Jewish circumcised Christians and they're challenging him about why he's been spending time with people who are uh, not Jewish Jewish believers like them not circumcised the Gentiles it was against the Jewish custom to even engage with Gentiles and Peter's telling the group um, what happened when he'd been guided by God to spend time with a non-Jewish chap a Gentile called Cornelius, who's a Roman centurion, and also Cornelius's family and close friends. So we're going to look at Acts chapter 11, starting verse 11. And just before this bit, in verses 1 to 10, Peter told this group about a vision that God had given him whilst he was up on a roof of a house. And we've got in mid-conversation at verse 11 as he's speaking. So Peter says, right then, three men who'd been sent to me from Caesarea stopped at the house where I was staying. The spirit told me to have no hesitation about going with them. The six brothers also went with me and we entered the man's house. He told us how we'd seen an angel appear in his house and say, send to Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He'll bring you a message through which you and all your household will be saved. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them as he'd come on us at the beginning. Then I remember what the Lord had said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So if God gave them the same gift, so if God gave them the same gift he gave us who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to think that I could stand in God's way? When they heard this, they had no further objections and praised God, saying, so then even to Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life. I'd love to draw out two simple points for us this morning. And the first is that everyone has the invitation to have a relationship with God through Jesus. Everyone has the invitation to have a relationship with God through Jesus. Now, not everyone on our call this morning received the wedding invitation I got for last Saturday. It was exclusive, but the invitation we're looking at 
in the passage today is different. No one's excluded. Peter is being challenged here by a group of Jewish Christians on the exclusivity of Christianity. But the testimony Peter shares gives resounding evidence to verse 15 that as he began to speak to Cornelius and his household, the Holy Spirit came down on this group of people. God is moving and there are no barriers. And in verse 18, the Jewish Christians listening to the testimony then acknowledge that God has granted to the Gentiles repentance that leads to life. And for us today, we all have that same invitation to have relationship with God through Jesus. Our age, social status, job status, academic qualifications, income, housing status, none of it matters. The invitation still stands. And that's point one. And the second point I'd love to draw out, and it's a simple point, is that we have an invitation to walk in step with the Spirit. So if we look at verse 11 and 12 at the top. Right then, three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea stopped at the house where I was staying. The Spirit told me to have no hesitation about going with them. And Peter is in step and moving in the power of the Holy Spirit. He's listening. He's responding with no hesitation to the Holy, Holy Spirit's prompting. And I think in my own life, I just want this to become a daily, a daily thing. Lord, help me. Holy Spirit, guide me in what I'm doing. Prompt me, speak, work through me. You know, and I found the times that I've done that in life, actually, it's been an adventure. Um, in the ordinary and sometimes the extraordinary, life feels more colourful. So coming into land, wrapping up on those two invitations, I've got one eye on our time. Perhaps you may just need to be reminded again of that first point. We've all received a life-changing invitation to have relationship with God through Jesus. Or perhaps it's that second point, that second invitation that we need to respond to this morning. It's receiving the invitation to walk in step with the spirit and to walk in the power of the spirit. And as we sit remotely together in our various rooms this morning, just like Cornelius was in a room in his house all those years ago when the Holy Spirit descended. What does the Holy Spirit want to say to you right now? What does the Holy Spirit want to do through you and through me today? So let's listen. Let's respond just like Peter did all those years ago. Amen. Thanks, Tim. Today we are praying um, for four things. We are praying for children who are leaving school, both primary and secondary, and praying for a good end of term and healthy, happy goodbyes, despite the fact that they haven't been able to do their last full term at their school. We're praying for teachers that as terms finish, that they get a proper rest over the summer before coming back in September. We are praying for those that are struggling with mental and emotional health, both those that have struggled with it previously and also those that are struggling with it for the first time since lockdown has happened and praying for peace and an end to anxiety.
And finally, we're praying for those who are still isolated, who haven't been able to come out of lockdown and praying that God would be their strength and their comfort. Thank you for praying with us today. Thank you.